All right, hello, hello everyone. Uh, this is the episode of Copy Conversation, and today we have Sinan, who is the CEO of Digital Durian. Maybe you won't know yet, but if you have kids, you will know that they do the episodes for Oma and Hana and Didi and Friends. He's been in animation for quite some time. So Sinan, welcome to the show. Right, hi. Thanks for having me today. Um, happy to share um, to contribute what I can. So again, thanks, thanks for having me. Happy to have you here, Sinan. All right. So, I uh, just wanted to start this off a little bit light. So, why did you set Didi and Friends or Oma and Hana? I mean, what was the inspiration? Because obviously, like, content is a very competitive and very expensive space, right? So, what made you want to go into animation um, as a, you know, as a content method? You know? Right. I think, let's rewind a little bit. And okay. We actually started um, Digital Loran back in 2008. Wow. And why, and this is basically our 12th year, and why did we start Digital Learn? Because we really love animation. Um, mm-hmm. Me, myself, I was inspired by Toy Story, by Transformers, so you see the big Optimus Prime uh, in my office. Um, it's, it's just something which I love to do. Yep. Um, but then we did Digital Learn for four years, and it came to a point where in those four years we did servicing work we also did um, wedding industry we did um, quite a few things but why didn't we do we do animation from the start is because it's a pretty expensive um, production cost and also we weren't lucky in a way because we applied for grants from mm-hmm. and MDAG we got multiple we, we, we didn't make the cut a few times, yeah? put it that way. So only in 2012, we kind of like uh, finally applied for IPCC and we got 50,000 ringgit from MDAC. It's a contest. It was the third time we applied for IPCC. Mm. Finally, we, we, we won. So that was uh, maybe third time lucky. And uh, from there, basically, the cartoon, the first, our first cartoon was Didi and Friends. Yeah. And why, back to your question, your original question is why do Didi and Friends, right? Why choose um, a preschool cartoon? So in short, basically my parents were educators. Hyrule, my partner, his parents was also uh, educators. And we wanted to create a cartoon. So we loved animation and we also want to teach. So what better impact to actually go into preschool cartoons because we can fulfill our love for animation and we can teach at the same time. And what that and what happens also, the impact is big on children now and also when they grow up. Um, we hope to create better citizens in the future, inshallah. Yep. I see. So that, that's, how, that's how it's sort of amalgamated into... Didi and friends, right? Yeah, in a way, in a way, yeah. So in terms of, when you look at the, the journey, right? Um, like I told you just now, IPCC, we tried three times. And um, persistence is one thing. We actually had to close down our other company. I mean, Digital Loren Enterprise then. Now it's DD Animation Studios in Bahad, which we still brand Digital Durian. Um, had to let go almost 
12 people. And it just left us with four, four people. And we had to start again. Yeah. We're lucky again in Malaysia, we have MDEC and uh, the government is helping a lot in terms of this creative industry. Now, beyond that, you also have a lot of help on the game industry. And it's an interesting um, angle to go to now. And uh, mm -hmm. one important thing which I would kind of like pull out from this journey of why DDM Friends is working. Because a lot of people ask, tell me that, hey, DDM Friends is a preschool cartoon, the quality is also not really up to <laughs> Hollywood. I mean, you're talking about Disney or Nickelodeon anyway, yeah? Especially when we started. It's not always about the visuals. The visuals is important, definitely, but it's about what value do you create? So for yeah. us, we create the value of entertaining young children and also giving them education at the same time. So you stuck to that, that value chain. Lah. That, that is your objective and you... Yeah, until today. I mean, yeah. So if you look at any DTM fan song, there must be a learning out of it. If you look at any Omarahana song or episode, there will be a learning out of it. And as a content creator, I think the best thing which we get is when we get feedback from parents or, or children even, right? When the, when the parents tell us that, hey, my kid uh, now says Alhamdulillah, uh, or my kid um, now can speak, um, not fluently, but they can follow DDM friends. Yeah. Um, we even got some feedback from even a parent who had an autistic kid. And um, he, he said that he normally doesn't focus, but now after watching DDM friends and Omar Hana, actually he can talk following the cartoons. And that is something for an autist autistic kid that's, that's an autistic parent, right? Um, it's, it's pretty amazing. So, Again, yes, sticking to that value of creating content, creating educational or entertainment content for, for children and parents alike. Mm -hmm. uh, so, semalam, um, I was talking with Shasla before we, uh, while we were preparing for this, Ken. So, we talked yes. about the cartoons that, that, or the animation that we would we watch time to time to dulu. Um, so, what we got was Kluang Man, actually, when I was smaller, uh, Kluang Man. And actually, to this day, I still don't know uh, what studio or who is the animator. So, I'm just curious, lah, macam, what do you think, um, as an animator in Malaysia, macam, what is the experience like? Is there enough market? Enough market? Is there enough talent? Just like a, uh, like a brief overview on that. Okay. Um, mentioning about Kluang Man, I think, those are also the animations which membentuk kita eh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, we're also in this industry because of them. So credit to them. Um, but the market then was very different than what it is now. The industry is so much mature now. The animation industry is so much mature now compared to then. We're still young. Again, the, the animation is, industry is still young, but it's more mature. So I think um, one angle, I think when you look at how far we've grown um, the industry. You look at the great movies in 2019, the 
um, blockbuster movies in Malaysia. The top three were animation. Mm-hmm, yep. From Pepe, Bobo Boy, and Agent Ali. Agent Ali, yes. Yeah, Agent, yeah, Agent Ali got <laughs> really popular. Yeah. So they made 30 million ringgit uh, GBO. So it, it's, it's amazing. So how far the industry has grown. Um, and it's, it's, also, it's already a career. So you can see even in our company, you have people, um, it's a young company, young team members, but you also have people 40, 45, and in this company who are contributing to the creative industry and getting a good pay. So it's, it's an industry which is growing. Talking about talent, is there enough talent? Um, we would love to get more talent, to be honest. Um, it's, it's, it's tough for us to actually um, find good talent. Uh, straight out of university especially. I think there is that gap there between um, what the universities teach and um, how it can be applied direct when you uh, enter a company. So there is a gap there. Uh, we hope to see progress there. We hope to be also be part of the solution, to be honest, inshallah. Um, so, but, but is it an industry which you would want to come into now? Yes. Um, we also had that issue previously when we started, like a lot of parents mm-hmm. um, don't understand what your what their kids are doing in anime, working in an animation company. What about cartoon? Yeah, but I think now now um, because of the industry has grown because of the exposure, I see that parents now encourage their kids to actually become animators, to mm-hmm. become part of an animation company. And when you talk about career opportunities in in a animation company like Digital Durian. It's not only about animators. Yeah, so in Digital Run, now we have 130 people in the company. And animators is possibly 10 to 20%. 20% maybe. And there's so many other job scopes in, the, in this industry, in our company. So you're talking about uh, modelers, uh, texture artists, you're mm. talking about uh, concept artists, you're talking about script writers. Script writers for me is a, there's a huge gap in terms of talent. Mm, okay. um, so, um, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I just, I just wanted to touch because I mean, when I was, I don't know, a little bit younger in the teens, I mean, I've always had this perception of Malaysian content or Malaysian film or animation not to be at par, which is why a lot of people tend to watch more Western movies here. But lately, I've, I've seen a lot of growth, especially even the, uh, the other year, like, um, was it Hantu Kat Lima became one of the highest grossing movie of all time, right? And then you say Agent yeah. Ali as well. So I think there's a growth in local sort of uh, content and also film industry. But like you said, right, there's a lot of gap. And I, as I understand, a lot of students or people um, still take the traditional subject matter when going to universities like engineering but the growth in that space is not as fast as as i i don't know but as i assume to be in in your space so how mm-hmm. do you think you can encourage this right because our viewers are going to be in the youth uh, segment right so how do you think we can encourage this um, especially if either they're deciding to go into animation or if they didn't go into animation or content how can they actually you know upskill themselves to actually join um, that this this space that you're in. 
I think the, the first thing is to get clarity in understanding yeah. what jobs are available. The other point is actually to have clarity in what you want to do as a human, what you like to do, right? Yeah. So, um, when when you know that this that you like drawing, yeah. So you do, kalau dulu drawing kena lukis cartoon ataupun lukis comic. So, yeah. And now when you mm-hmm. drawing, even in our company, the the people who can illustrate. You can either become a storyboarder, or you can become a concept artist, or you can even become a matte painter. So matte painter is the people who draws the backgrounds in the movies and stuff like that. Yeah. And so it, it's 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 a huge industry actually, and there's so many opportunities. Um, but you need to understand what jobs are in there. Um, I think that that's that's. It's a job of both parties in terms of the companies and also the universities to give that exposure. Um, when I started my journey, and again, that was the early days of animation, right? I yeah. had to do everything. So from script, uh, concept, modeling, rigging, story, um, animation, mm-hmm. rendering, to post-production. That was then. But now, Everything which I mentioned just now is specialized. Mm, okay. Yeah. So the whole supply chain too like, requires people with specific skill sets. Lah. Yes, we're already at that. Mm-hmm. And so just now you mentioned about gaming. So um, I play games sometimes. So uh, I think sometimes, last year, since PKP is lalu skala. So I think last few years, uh, so Final Fantasy 15 launched. and the social media was a buzz because some of the animators were actually from Malaysia. So they have animated yeah. uh, a few of the uh, visual assets. So maybe um, you, you believe like share skate in, in, in the gaming side, like where do, uh, uh, like um, how is it like, where do animators can fit it in the, in, in, in the gaming scene? Yeah, I think there's, in Malaysia there's two types of companies who do animation. One is uh, people like us, like Boboiboy, like Asian Ali, where we do our own IPs. Yeah. Um, and we create our own content, we create our own storyboards, and we do our best to market it. The other type of companies are people like um, Lemon Sky, like uh, Inspedia, who actually do high quality work mm. for companies from Japan, from companies from the States. Yeah. And um, it's, it's great to see, see, to see our, our animators and um, doing work for Final Fantasy. And I have friends doing work for Star Wars and in Malaysia. Wait, yo, Star Wars. Shafani, we need to put their names out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, there's, there's a lot of talent in Malaysia. Um, there's companies which are servicing this, this type of companies, the, the bigger companies from Hollywood. And um, the point is, when you talk about games, there's it's either being an animator for the visuals of the games, but we're also in the position of being part of the codings and being part of 
uh, the assets for the games and um, there was a friend working on Colin McRae. I mean, the, the, I mean, in Malaysia, again, opportunities are big. But if you go outside of Malaysia, and it's even bigger, it's huge. It's huge. Okay. Uh, my friends, when I worked, what, 12 years ago, most of them are not in Malaysia. I mean, they, they, they've, been, they've gone to Singapore. And so, again, it's a big industry. And it's pretty young in Malaysia, but we're getting there. And um, we even have animators in Pixar, if you don't know. We have Malaysians. Uh, working, working in Pixar. Pixar. Oh, okay. Working in Pixar. <laughs> doing Onward. It's like, wow. And so, mm-hmm. um, again, it comes back to the passion. It comes back to knowing what you mm-hmm. want to do. Mm-hmm. And key this number to be the best at what you're doing. Yeah, betul, betul. Um, so, I sebenarnya nak tanya about like anime. So, anime is really big, especially like in Japan and then they have exported that abroad. They have exported that all over the world. Um, um, I, of course, I don't, know, I don't know too much about it, but when I see macam, uh, the anime in Japan, they have their own ecosystem. They have their own um, complete infrastructure. Lah. So, comparing it to Malaysia, um, where... Uh, um, how is our our own uh, creative industry ecosystem compared to Japan where these animations uh, is being one of the top exporting punya, uh, punya tools in, in the country? Yeah, if you were competition. Um, yeah, but to be honest, we're, we're still very far away. And in a way, like, in a way, in terms of ecosystem. Mm, yep. Quality of product, not really. But in terms of ecosystem, yes. Um, we were just talking about this yesterday and with my team. We're saying that how do we get more talent out? How can we as a company help to contribute to that? Um, so the ecosystem, again, we're not matured enough yet. It's growing. Um, in the past two to three years, you can see the movies going out. You can see local products uh, from DDM fans, Bobo Boy, originally in Parkson, in Aeon. And that used to be something which we would never be able to do 10 years ago. And so it's not just an ecosystem of the creative side, it's a whole ecosystem of being a sustainable animation company. And um, on, for me now, I'm looking more on the business side for for digital durian. There's there's one part of our business model is licensing. Yeah. Yeah. So even when I do interviews, if I get twenty people to come to the interview, when I ask them, "Are you familiar with licensing?" Nineteen will probably say no. Because it, it, it's not it's not something normal in Malaysia. I mean, the license model... Oh, it's not, eh? Okay. It's not. Wow. Yeah. So, even in the universities, especially for fresh grad, like, tak tahu, licensing tu apa, sebenarnya. So, the, again, it's, it's, it's still young. The ecosystem is getting there. Macam I cakap tadi lah, when I started, I did, I needed to do everything. And, but now, that 10 jobs has it's where one job is now 10 jobs separately 
and, and it's not just for us, it's for most of the um, animation companies in Malaysia. Lah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the business side. There's also the HR side. And there's also the management side of an animation company. So it's not just about doing content. It's about mm-hmm. having a yep. business. And that comes back to, to your point of the, that ecosystem, right? Mm-hmm. So to answer yes, we're still far away, to be honest. And um, okay, I just added, I, f- I forgot one thing. It's now, it's also about um, investors. Yeah, fair enough. Investors in terms of content. Are there many, you know, there are not many in Malaysia. People don't mm. understand um, how to invest into a content company. And so again, the, back to the point, yes, the ecosystem is not there yet. It's, it's building. Uh, we need the animation uh, companies to come together and which we are and doing our best to help each other and to build this ecosystem together. So it's going to take a few more good years for that to happen. But mm. are we on the right track? Yes. Nice. I mean, I just wanted to go back, right? Apa ni, dulu when you started off DD and Friends after you got that grant, right? Now, hmm. now where you are with like billions of views and hundreds of millions of, uh, sorry, millions of subscribers. So macam, how did you get, you know, because obviously when you push up content, right? It doesn't mean that people will watch it. So that's, that's the thing, right? You push it, but you need to push the right messaging. You need to push the right, you know, push it in the right place. You know, people must like it. So how actually did you do it like from where you were from zero to actually mm. now you know and even you launch another one right um which is uh, Omar and Hana right yeah okay um in Malaysia and we have this term which is SS short SS. <laughs> okay betul. Betul, betul, betul. and sadly to say a lot of content creators do have that yeah and feel that we have a good product, we feel that we have a good animation, we feel that we have a good concept tapi hakikatnya kita shot sendiri and we've, we've been there before and contohnya when I apply grant for MDAC, tak dapat and I go like, hey, best good content aku buat ni and we put so much effort, so much idea in it, why don't you like it? <laughs> yeah, tapi sebenarnya we, we weren't mature enough then yet hmm. so the shot sendiri thing is it's dangerous to be honest. Um, so what we learned along the way is you, you have a good idea and if you go to any animation company, if you look at the first draft of the script and the final script or the first draft of the character versus the final draft of the character design, it will be it will look totally different. And that's a creative process. Yeah. And the creative process is like that. You do something, you create, and then you get feedback, you make it better. You get feedback, you make it better. You get feedback, you make it better. So yeah. that's what happened with DDM Friends. And we were lucky enough to get some mentors, some people who who give us advice that, hey, Sinan, when you go and get feedback from broadcasters or from anybody, don't go and pertahankan your, your design. Lah. And they're kind enough to give input to you they kind enough to give you feedback, listen to the feedback, and then decide if you want to use it or not. Yeah. But don't go and short CDB and say, no, you don't understand my idea, man. 
I've been working on this for two years. You come and say it's not nice. Then you go, I don't want to listen to you. And so this short and thing is is not good. Dangerous lah. Yeah. It's very dangerous and as content creators. So back to your question of of how do we do it? And one way is creativity is a process. Jangan short sendiri, get feedback as much as possible. And feedback means not just the people in your team. It means from credible people. Yeah, not just your friends because friends will give you oh, cantik. Tapi tak semestinya dekat. Don't ask your friends. Yeah. And go outside of your circle to get feedback. Don't be afraid to share it with people because if people nak tiru, you will do it better because it's your idea. Um, and ultimately, it comes back to the main point of creating value for people. And so when we did that content again, we know that there is value there. But value doesn't mean education though, all the time. Mm. And value means giving value to that person. So value could be in, in many forms. Laughing is a value. Why do people like to watch um, America's Got Talent? And there's no education in a way. Yeah. <laughs> like there's entertainment there. But what entertainment? There's, there's emotions. And, and the best value which can be created is one which touches the heart, one which touches the emotion. And so, um, yeah, so for us, that's what we did. And our content touches um, it creates value for the children, they sing, they dance, they're happy, they learn a few things here and there. The parents go, wow, uh, my kids are learning something from this and I should support this even more. Yeah. And um, even the, the kindergarten teachers go, hey, and I'm using this, it's great, my kids love it, I can dance Word with them. Word of mouth banyak lah. Word of mouth banyak. And you know, that's, that's the real thing, when the product has value, word of mouth will happen. Yeah. So, um, create valuable content. Yeah, I mean, so to follow through, right? So now you said just now with um, Ayman's example of anime and how they export their content. So for us, right, when, when do you think we can start exporting our content? I mean, even for you, right? I mean, there are also, there are also a lot of values, Islamic values as well, which if translated, let's say to Arab or even Bahasa Indonesia or other countries, it could very well be a good potential for growth, right? So just an overall view like of Malaysia's uh, content scene, when do you think we can get to a point where, or if we can ever macam, be able to export some of our talent? You, you, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Actually, there's, our content is around the world. Not our digital brand, our Malaysian content is, is, is going around the world. We have Companies, for example, uh, Giggle Garage, who's done Origanimals, and they're not big in Malaysia, but they're in 120 countries. Wow. And they're on the Zoomove channel, um, signing mm. around the globe. And you have people like Hoogie, who is an um, exclusive uh, Netflix worldwide. Oh, the Hoogie and the Glock Trotter, do eh? Yeah. And so, there's this. Oh, wow, okay. And we, like you mentioned also that that's our own IPs, yeah, Malaysian IPs. And um, like I mentioned just now, there's Malaysian companies doing servicing work for Hollywood. 
companies for people like Final Fantasy. So, are we there yet? We're actually going there. We're already there, to be honest. Yeah, but are we as big as Japan? Definitely no. Are we big as Korea? South Korea? Mm-hmm. No, we're not there yet. Do you think but because it's it's awareness or um, for the public that we are not aware of such achievements? Which one? In terms of awareness is one thing lah. Yeah, um, we don't shout enough about our Malaysian stories or our Malaysian heroes who've done great things outside. And but um, in totality, I think there's so much more to it in terms of that ecosystem which you mentioned in terms of the help from the government to actually go beyond our shores. So you have Matre and you have all these other agencies helping but again the Koreans are doing great stuff. I mean how they export not only their content, their cars, their TVs, their phones. Yep, I think we're, we're still not there yet but we're doing good and we're doing our best. So will we reach that that standard? Inshallah, one day. Uh, even for Omar and Hannah, I just take this mm-hmm. take this as an example. Our English channel now has four hundred thousand subscribers. Twenty five percent of those views uh, come from the UK. Another twenty percent of those views come from the US. Seventy percent is outside of Malaysia and Indonesia. Right. So it's very global. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's already global. And even our next season, which we're going to launch, which we're in pre-production now, the team is called From the World for the World, which means that our content is not from Malaysia. Our content is from the world. So we're gathering um, interviews with scholars. We're gathering interviews with getting feedback from parents all around the world and Mm -hmm. to, to get the content suitable from the world, for the world. And so, um, amazing things are happening, to be honest. Yes, we just had a mm-hmm. session with Mufti Meng and oh. last, last week on him giving us input for the next season. Oh, that's Omar. nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> things are happening. That's good, that's good. So, you've been in the creative industry for a while. So, let's say ada someone that wants to join but maybe they don't know how to do animation ke apa. Do you need to be of a certain character or do you need to have a macam of a certain mold to be in the creative industry? In your in your opinion lah. Right. In my opinion, the main thing, we, we, we don't really look at certificates eh, to be honest in our industry. If you have a degree, great, but if your skill is that great, then you're not great also. Lah. And I think the main thing for us is passion. Passion has to be there. Um, and attitude. Passion, skill and attitude. Lah. Skill passion, has to be there. passion in what? To passion animation, ke, passion education or? Passion, it depends. It depends on, on what your job scope is. So for example, when we, our script writers, we want them to be passionate in storytelling and also passionate in education. And for our animators, we want them to be passionate in animation. Um, so why we do we tekankan passion quite a lot is because passionate people will create great results. And it's not just the, about the results, 
I think the most important is when they create or produce what they're doing, they enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, if you ask mm. most of us in digital again, we don't treat our work as work. We treat our work as fulfilling our passion. Mm -hmm. nice. Because we, we love what we're doing. And we love, the animators love animating, the people doing the storyboards love to draw. And so it, it's basically finding that passion. Passionate people uh, is super important. Skill will happen with passion. Um, but in digital rent at least, um, or in any company, sepatutnya, is also attitude. And if you have passion, you have skill, the attitude is down, or you don't have any um, human skills, critical thinking skills, communication skills, that, that, that will be a problem. And so, um, we at Digital Ren, we, we emphasize a lot on, on culture. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Um, we're actually approaching the end already. So before we end, actually, we wanted to ask you, we, we asked this to all our guests that come to our podcast. So right. if you weren't the CEO of Digital Durian, so in a whole other universe, what would you be? Like, what would you be doing right now? Or if not animation, let's say. Um, interesting. I'll probably, probably give two answers. Can. The, <laughs> the childhood dream was to become an architect. Oh. Yeah, um, but I was told that if you don't know how to draw, you can't become an architect. <laughs> I see. No, it's actually BS lah. Uh, it's, it's not true. Yeah. And you can learn to draw. Uh, it doesn't, you don't really need to be such a good uh, artist to, to become an architect. So that's one thing which I didn't, I wanted to pursue but I didn't because of that. Um, a second one would be if I wasn't in animation, I would actually be in a tech startup. Oh. And Why? I, I love animation, but also I also like um, the tech industry and the apps industry because, again, you can create a lot of value there. Yeah, so uh, the likes of uh, the deliveries, the food pandas and stuff, and we, we we had the idea way, way long, but of course we didn't pursue it because we were doing animation. But there's, there's, I think the tech, the tech startup industry is fun. It's um, challenging, okay. and there's a lot of opportunities there, la. And mm -hmm. so tech would be another one, la, Actually, right. All right. Thank you so much, Sinan, for joining us today. So we have Sinan, who is the CEO of Digital Durian with us today. Thank you very much for coming. Appreciate right, having you on the show. All and right. All the best to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Keep right. content. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just, just a tip on, on, on content creation. Don't stop. Especially when you're a new channel. Um, keep creating. You will get some episodes may work well, some episodes maybe tak banyak orang tengok but just keep on pursuing that dream um, do marketing around it, very important and um, yeah. as long as you create value for people like I mentioned just now yeah. and you know later you're going to get the traction 
Alright, advice right. kita pula. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> thank, right. so thank you so much, Sinan. Thank you, Sinan.